following is a repeat show that was previously broadcast on Unity FM. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Parenting Hour. You're tuned in to Unity FM 93.5 and 105.1. <clears throat> if you're tuned in down south uh, to us this evening, mashallah. Another wonderful evening, another wonderful Tuesday evening. I can't believe we're already in December. Where is the time going to? December and the year is nearly gone already. So we're going to be counting away, to, to counting down to 2020 leaving us and welcoming 2021. That I hope, inshallah, will be a better year for us all, inshallah. May Allah make it easy for us all, inshallah. <clears throat> this evening, we'd like you to uh, ring in if you can and join in the conversations because this week is Disability Week. And we are going to be talking throughout the whole show today about disabilities and relate that back to Islam. So what does Islam or the Prophet Muhammad say or do or interacted with people of disabilities? And what have we learned from that? And how can we take that into our daily lives today and work and support and help everybody that has got disabilities, mashallah, to be able to uh, work alongside him and i have a wonderful guest with me i know you will recognize his voice mashallah he doesn't have to open his mouth for very long before you know who i'm talking about brother saeed mashallah who is has been with me many a time on this um show i was going to say uh, on, the, on the desk and the radio show desk but we're all virtual at the moment so although i can see him in his house and i'm in my house uh, you can't see us uh, listeners but we are all virtual at the moment in our own homes alhamdulillah safe in our own homes, alhamdulillah. <clears throat> so I'm inviting him this evening, mashallah, to uh, tell us and explain to us about disabilities and to share with us experiences that he has for a person once himself and from others and what we as listeners can really learn from this and not just learn from it and then say that was nice and move on, but learn and change from it and be a better person, inshallah, when we leave the show this evening that we were coming into the show from his knowledge that he's going to give us, inshallah. So, salam alaikum, Brother Saeed. Welcome to Unity FM. Wa alaikum salam wa Sister Kathleen. Good to be with you. Jazakallah khair. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inshallah, make the show successful and enjoyable, inshallah, to all and beneficial to all of us, inshallah. Ameen, ameen, inshallah. And jazakallah khair for giving up your time again to us. Be here this evening and talk about this very wonderful topic, inshallah, that we're going to discuss. We may have people that would like to join in the conversation, and we hope they will. And we would welcome, inshallah, yes, to pick up the phone and dial 0121-772-8892. So I'm sure you know the number of the studio. But we do have people in the studio. They are waiting for your calls, and they are great that the studio uh, managers actually have been working all throughout this pandemic and making sure that all the shows are going out on time and we are giving you that great service that you usually have outside of the pandemic. <clears throat> so please do pick up the phone and ring 0121-772-8892. You may want to share a personal experience or an experience of somebody else or to get some knowledge or to get some tips. Inshallah, we would love to talk to you this evening. So, <clears throat> Brother Saeed, if we're talking about um, disabilities, being disability week this, this mm. week uh, indeed we wanted to talk about it well how can we start and how can we focus on this i know we're going to go into our faith in a few minutes and talk about prophet muhammad islam and and how he recognized disabilities mashallah but as people here now listening in this evening what do you think they they understand as being 
a disability. What is the, what do you think is their uh, their understanding? Can you share some of your yeah. experience? everyone and uh, it's good to be with you and sister Kathleen inshallah for us to kind of remind each other and maybe talk and, and explore with each other the concept of disability and as sister Kathleen said today is the international day uh, for disability and, and raising awareness regarding disability and I think often you know the if you think about disability it can affect anyone you know people in our community whether they happen to be old young uh, regardless of their status regardless of their social or economic status so i think sometimes we as as a community we have these kind of that there are a lot of explanations sister kathleen in terms of disability and how we understand it you know some people might understand it in a modern context where all of us inshallah would like to achieve equality for all regardless of people's kind of gender, disability, race, or, or et cetera, et cetera, all the protected characteristics that we, you know, we recognize in the UK. On the other hand, you also have an understanding of people who might come from a cultural background, understanding of disability. And often there are a lot of people who have very negative view of disability on disabled people, and they often see disability, you know, almost, you know, uh, you know, may Allah protect us and may Allah, you know, give us knowledge and wisdom that sometimes they see it as a curse or, as a negative, or sometimes they, they will, you know, if they are, have a child who has a disability, they think that Allah is punishing them, and that's not right, and that's incorrect, as we will illustrate later on from the Quran and the Sunnah of the Prophet. And then you have the understanding of Islamic understanding, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made all human beings equal, and the only distinguishing factor between people is the concept of taqwa. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, In the most noble of you. In the sight of Allah are those who are most conscious of Allah. And then the hadith of Prophet said, Allah does not look to your bodies and to your wealth, but he looked to your hearts. So the measuring tool Islamically we, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala measures people with is their concept, is their level of taqwa, their level of good deeds, their level of ihsan, and their level of character. And that's what matters regardless of whether that person has a disability or not. So that's the kind of just an overview of how people kind of understand disability um, and how they kind of perceive it. You know, it depends on their background and where they come from in terms of their education, in terms of their cultural background, and also their faith understanding in, of disability. And of course, there's been disabilities all throughout time. Indeed, it's not just now that we're talking about disabilities because we're more aware of it. And, and there's there have been disabilities mm. going back to... Uh, pre-Islam and in Islamic times as well, mashallah, there's lots of happened there. So maybe we could uh, tell our listeners a little bit about that, about uh, Prophet Muhammad, how he introduced disabilities and to his community and, and how he in, enabled people to learn about disabilities yeah, way before yeah. the UN Convention of Rights of a Person. Indeed, we had Prophet Muhammad there, Salam, teaching people, and we have learned from that also. Absolutely. So if we look to the concept, if we look before Islam, prior to Islam in the times of Jahiliyyah, they had this class division between people and people kind of were seen as, you know, whether the nobility or the uh, kind of, you know, the status in society was given according to their rank in society, was kind of given according to who, who you know, the, the, the tribe they were born to or if they had a disability or they didn't. You know, those with disabilities were seen on the periphery of society, they were seen as, as, as a curse and, you know, in society and a burden on society. Uh, similarly, it was even through, you know, we didn't look at grief, 
Greek philosophy, you know, people like uh, Aristotle and others, you know, they talk in a very negative term about people with disabilities. So we look at the Greek civilization and, and at, at that time, the Jahiliya saw people, you know, they didn't recognize people with disabilities and they would look at them, you know, with contempt. But then when Prophet Sallallahu came and Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala sent him as a mercy for the whole of mankind and the whole of creation, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he was an example and, and, and he was the person who came and enshrined the rights of disabled people in society. He was the one who gave them dignity. He was the one who educated people how to treat the vulnerable in society. So Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you know, said in a beautiful hadith, he said, you know, show me and, and, and see me and you will find me amongst those who are vulnerable in society. And he said, you only, be, you only will be given rizq and victory as a result of the weak amongst you or the vulnerable amongst you. So he made it very clear, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and there are many examples, you know, there's the example of the Sahabi, one of the most beloved companions to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Julay Ibib, who was a, who had, he had a deformity, he was very short, he was black man that, you know, people treated him with contempt before Islam and looked down on him. And when the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was sent, he became one of the companions who was loved immensely by the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And the Prophet ﷺ said, very famous hadith, he said, Julaybib is from me and I am from Julaybib. So he made him one of his household and he, 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 he recognized him as one of his, you know, close companions, ﷺ. And one time Julaybib wanted to marry and he was a very poor man. And he sent him to a very, you know, kind of uh, respected family in Medina. And when he went to ask for their daughter's hand, the parents said no. And the young woman who wanted she heard what the discussion. He said, how can you turn the person who is being sent by the Prophet of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? And she married him, um, you know, after the permission of her parents. And, 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 and her, when her parents saw that, how can we turn the person who's being sent by the Prophet of Allah? So, subhanAllah, how the Prophet Sallallahu elevated the status of Julaybi and the Sahaba would treat him with the most, utmost respect and look to his, you know, deeds and his character and his heart rather than what appear to be his physical disability, which previously was a source of bullying for him in, in the Jahiliyyah. But when Islam came, Islam elevated the status of Jalaybib, so he came amongst the Prophet Sallallahu household. And the Prophet Sallallahu said, he said, I am from Jalaybib, and Jalaybib is from me, meaning that we are equal in Islam, you know, equals in terms of the, in the sight of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala sees all of us, in terms of how we attain consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how we attain taqwa, rather than how we look like or what we have, or in terms of how we, the various representations of disability or, or otherwise. Yeah, and that is such wonderful learning that we can have from the Prophet Islam and in teaching us this and teaching us about disabilities and and. We, we need to take that into our own lives actually and, and live by that because in a lot of cultures, uh, especially I suppose in the uh, developing world, it's very much looked down upon disabilities. And and I've I, I read something that globally one million people have disabilities and about 80% of them live in the developing country. So it, it is very prevalent in, in those countries, but unfortunately there is not always that that's a good approach, like what you just said about the Prophet Islam and what he's teaching us. Um, yeah. There's a lot of unequal treatment there mm, because mm, of this. Mm. Yeah, and after, 
Mm. Sorry, Catherine. Sister Catherine, you, you see in the developed world, often you see more disabilities because of as a result of the conflicts, for example, we see around the world, you know, wars and, and they result in disability, you know, people who lose limbs and lose sight and lose uh, health. And, and we see also, you know, poverty also and, and childhood poverty can have an impact on, you know, physical disabilities as well as, you know, hearing impairment or sight loss. We see that also around the world, as you said, and often what we see, we see the kind of neglect of, you know, access to services, access to education, access to, um, you know, being disabled people becoming active participants in their society. When we look through our Islamic history, we look at famous scholars, you know, who had disability, you know, the famous uh, first mufti of Mecca, you know, one of the Salaf, one of the, you know, time of Sahaba, he was known um, as the mufti of Mecca, his name was Ata ibn Rabah, he was a black man, who also had a disability, had paralysis. And he became the first mufti of Mecca during the time of Abdullah ibn Abbas and the other companions after the passing of the Prophet We also look at people like Imam Tirmidhi. You know how many times you hear Imam Tirmidhi? There's, you know, people don't even know that Imam Tirmidhi, he was, he, he was blind, he was visually impaired. Uh, there are so many scholars. Uh, in fact, I read a book who documented all the famous poets and uh uh, and scholars and, and uh, kind of those who philosophers who had disabilities and it's amazing to look throughout history and how education and learning and knowledge elevated and Islam elevated the status of those people they became leaders in their community rather than how they were seen prior to Islam as a burden on society yeah <clears throat> exactly indeed I, I yes as you were talking there about the the countries the developing countries and the war I was just thinking about how this often is used as um, part of war. You know, I've seen some ter- horrific TV programs of where there is wars happening and they cut off limbs of people and deliberately disable them. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's really very difficult to kind of understand that, that this is an, an active act of war um, and to people inflicted on each other. That, that's very hard for me to understand. I can understand that some people may be born with some disabilities, but to, for people to really take away mm. life or whatever it is in those countries because they know then they, they wouldn't be able to fend for themselves without um, without the, their limbs, for example. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And, and often there's, there's the, the social infrastructure, the economic, you know, the welfare provision is often is not there. So those people, they almost... You know, they're being punished twice, you know, firstly by lack of provision in their community and, and, and also by lack of dignity and mercy and compassion in the community. So it's almost like, you know, become almost doubly hard for those people to, to cope because economically they struggle, socially they're on the periphery of society. And even those who are educated often, are, I know I'm in touch with a lot of people, for example, in Yemen who have you know, disabilities, physical as well as visual and hearing impairment. And often those people graduate from university and they have so much to give to their society. You know, they have degrees and PhDs, but they can't function in the society because the society makes services inaccessible, makes jobs inaccessible, makes education inaccessible. So often the disabled person has to fight for everything. And even in the UK, we still have, you know, we, not, we have not got full equality because often, you know, people with disabilities, even here, we have to fight for our own rights. I mean, if you, I'm going to be kind of... Um, Give you an example. If you walk down Coventry Road, for example, uh, I'll go sometimes there and, and other roads in Birmingham where there's lots of businesses, and it's very difficult to walk on the pavement 
because people park their cars on the pavement. People um, often put the uh, the fruits and vegetables on the pavements in front of the shops, and they don't even consider, you know, the needs of people with disability. And they expect the disabled person to walk, you know, walk along the the traffic in the middle of the road, where the pavements are blocked by uh, inconsideration and lack of awareness, a lack of thought. Sometimes, you know, people don't think about the impact of what they do on other people. And uh, you know, many times in when I've been in Coventry Road, for example. I have to walk, you know, with the person who I'm with in the middle of the pavement because I can't walk on the road because the car on the pavement because the cars are there, or there's a lot of uh, furniture and kind of stuff and uh, you know shop stuff that people just put on the pavement without even thinking about other people. Yeah, it's such a good valid point that you're making. Maybe some of our listeners don't know you, so maybe if you don't, if you give me the opportunity to explain that you are visually impaired, so that they they know that we can push it in context. So why yeah. you are talking about this because it, it is so true that um, there is a lot of misuse of our environment and what we do and we don't help people at all in in, um, in in the way we behave ourselves we don't even think of this and possibly people don't think because they've never been in that situation or never even you know, thought about people with visual impairment and how they need to get around certain mm. areas you know, often when we're when we're not in the situation ourselves, when we're not aware, we don't do anything about it. It's only when we hear talks like this, and we hear the radio program, and we hear situations like this, and we think, "Oh, yes, I need to do something about it." And so, I, and thank you so much for raising awareness this evening to our on this program to our listeners and people that may spread the message and help others indeed to to be able to do something different to a to help everybody with disabilities, mm. whether it is visual disabilities or if you're in a wheelchair that you need to, to get around. Um, uh, and it's so much misuse of things that, and it's very, very easy to to, to even pick up a stick that might be blocking the way. And mm. says, that's our Islamic duty, isn't it? Isn't that uh, our Islamic duty? Tell us uh, about that, that, you know, uh, we should be taking, making, clearing the, the, the way in front of people and being rewarded for this, inshallah. Uh, absolutely, and and we know from the Sunnah of the Prophet that a man entered the Jannah because he moved a branch of a tree from people's path. Mm-hmm. And when the man came to the Prophet and said, "Tell me something that I would, you know, be good do it for me," he said, "Remove, remove any trouble, any troublesome things from the people from the path of the Muslims." You know, so regardless of whether they happen to be Muslims or non-Muslims, that we will be rewarded if we remove, you know, things from people's path. You know, Prophet said, when you remove." something from people's path, it is a sadaqah, an act of charity. So sometimes we you know we have so many opportunities to do good. And sometimes, you know, the small things are the most effective and they make all the difference, you know, to people's lives. As you said, Sister Kathleen, I think just about awareness, but also people being thoughtful mm-hmm. that we have to live, all of us in this world, regardless of, you know, of our status in terms of disability, in terms of age, in terms of, all these things, and we have to make sure that we care for one another, and that's the only way. That's that was the teaching of the Prophet وسلم, how he went out of his way, you know, um, to care for others, and he would think about people. Even one man who couldn't come to the masjid, he was blind, and he asked the Prophet وسلم, said, "Can you come to my house so I can make my house as a place of prayer?" And then Prophet وسلم, next day after Fajr, he went with Abu Bakr, and he knocked on the door, and he went inside the house. And he said to the man, where do you pray? What do you want me to pray? He said, you know, which part of the house do you pray in? So the man said, you know, his, his name was Utbayn ibn Malik, anhu, companion. The Prophet ﷺ said, you know, he stood and he prayed two rak'at and he made a row 
of Uthman ibn Malik and Abu Bakr prayed behind the Prophet in this person's home. So imagine how the Prophet kind of answered his request with kindness and he wanted to spend time with him. And he prayed in the house. So these Sahabi who couldn't go to the masjid feel comforted that at least the Prophet blessed my house and he came to my house and prayed in my house. And I can be comfortable to know that uh, you know, this, this, uh, the Prophet gave him this exemption and made this allowance for him. So it's about being thoughtful, it's about being empathic, it's about recognizing the needs of others. We often live in this world where we just live on autopilot with lack of awareness. But when we start to think and we start being thoughtful about the need of others, we are more likely to become empathic and spot, develop empathy and feel what's it like for others and put ourselves in the shoes of others. And that will help us to become better human beings because the more we think about, you know, how to kind of cater for diversity and people with diverse needs, then we make our services, we make our environment accessible for everyone. So imagine if that person can't walk with a wheelchair down the pavement because there's cars or furniture, then the next time a woman, who might, a lady who might have a child in the bush chair, also she will have to do the same. So if we make that pavement accessible for the wheelchair user, then we also make it accessible for you know, women who have children and others. That's so true indeed. And we're just about to go into a commercial break. So listeners, if you're tuned in this evening, we're talking about disabilities. Uh, the International Disability Day week is this week. I think the day is on the 3rd. And we want to, you to rejoin the conversation, inshallah. So please, after the break, pick up the phone and ring 0121-772-8892 and join in this conversation and see how we can be better after the show, inshallah. Inshallah, we'll go into this commercial break now. Assalamu alaikum. From the wind to the trees to the buzzing of the bees, Ya Rabbil your creation is a dream. From the stars to the moon, your dominion is so vast, yet your beauty isn't seen. Ya Rabbi, please accept my prayer. Ya Rabbil Alameen, Ya Rahmanu Ya Rahim, Ya Rabbil Alameen, Ya Rahmanu Ya Rahim, La ilaha illallah. Rasulullah 
Solatullah, alayhi salatu. 